Welcome to The Disruption with Bumi Odua, where I disrupt the lie you know and equip you with the truth you need to succeed in life and your relationships. I'm Bumi Odua, your host and disruptor. Hi and welcome to episode 3 of The Disruption with Bumi Odua. I am your host, Bumi Odua and your favorite disruptor, at least that's what some of my friends say. And hey, the name has sort of stuck with me. So I'm kind of just here being a disruptor as usual. It has been a hot minute. I really should have recorded a lot of a lot more episodes by now, but life was happening to me. So I took a break. I took a break from life. I took a break from work. I took a break from teaching and coaching and everything else in between and was just being present in my own life because I'd been going for a few months and I had come to the point where I needed a break and I'm glad I did take the break because it was really good but in the last few weeks God has been on my case telling me Bumi enough that's it as much as you needed a break now you're overdoing it (laughs) really I have been overdoing it if I'm being honest so I'm getting back into work getting back to responding to emails from people and getting back into teaching and coaching again but also getting back into recording podcasts hence why I'm here today to talk about a topic that I think will help you. It's not I think, I actually believe it will help you because it has helped me. I'm going to tell you a bit of a story and then I'm going to get into why or what I learned from that story and why you shouldn't park your dreams and standards. And if that's the to- if that's the title you're looking for today, that's the title I'm giving. Don't park your dreams and standards. So I met this guy some years ago I'm not married to him today, so this has nothing to do with my husband. It's just one of the guys I met on my learning journey and in my waiting season. But yes, I met this guy um, and when I had met him, I sort of dated a few guys and I had encountered a few guys, didn't date them, but, you know, I had interacted with them with the potential that I might date them. And one of the decisions I'd come to in the journey before I met this particular guy was that I was not going to do long distance relationships anymore. I just felt that it was a lot of work. And each time I'd tried to get into a long distance relationship, I just found out that it didn't pan out. It was intense. Like there's something about being in two different locations, especially if the two different locations aren't just, you know, a couple of miles down the road, but now like different cities or different countries. And in my case, they were different countries. It just, there's something about it that you have to put in a certain level of work to make it work. It's not that, it's not that you can't make it work. The challenge is that a lot of times we go into it with these rose tinted glasses and think that it will automatically work because, you know, maybe we've dated in the past and those relationships were easy to handle. What we forget is that when you're doing long distance, there's a lot more that goes into it. There's a lot more in terms of your time, in terms of your communication, and you have to be a certain kind of person to do long distance. At that point in time, I really was still growing as a person and I wasn't quite in the place for long distance. So I kind of made this decision that I wasn't doing long distance relationships anymore. And then I met this guy and we were introduced by a friend and I was based in the UK. He was based in the Middle East. And, you know, that decision kind of read its head immediately said, "Eh, eh, eh." you know how you have like an alarm bell going off in your head saying he's based in another country. Are you sure you don't want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? And um, 
I just thought to myself, well, he's charming, he's nice, he speaks well. And then he did something that I found really cute, at least at that point in time, for me, it was really cute, was he asked to pray with me, which wasn't something I was getting with guys I dated before, you know, many times when I was in a relationship or even getting to know a guy, their their relationship with God kind of seemed to be far from the relationship that we were trying to build. It was like there were separate parts to them, you know, and their relationship with God kind of didn't phase itself into our relationship or the conversations I was having with them. So when I met this guy and he was doing all these nice things, especially when the Christianity part sort of played itself into the relationship, I was like, oh, well, it's, he seems like a great guy. Everything seems to look good on paper and genuinely everything seemed to look good on paper. Why should I now let a decision that I made because of some previous relationships hold me back from even trying to see where this could go? That was my thought process. But the thing was, that decision that I'd made kind of niggled away in the back of my mind. If my decision was a woman, she was a nagging wife. I ignored her because it just seemed right to be with him. Um, And I was praying to God about him. So it wasn't like I was randomly just, you know, showing up and just, you know, going with the flow. I was actually praying about this relationship and God hadn't told me no. God hadn't said, no, this is not the guy you're supposed to be with. So I went ahead with it, ignoring the nagging wife. That's the decision that I'd made not to do long distance. I actually said, you know what, we're not even going to come up with that. You know, we can make it work. He will travel, I will travel and, you know, we'll see. And if things get really serious, when we get to the point of marriage, we'll consider our options. Maybe one person has to move from one part of the world to the other. As in everything um, just seems to be working. So it just seemed like the ideal thought process to follow. Anyway, some months down the line, things fell apart with him. Yeah, I'm not married to him today. So you know that things definitely fell apart at some point. Well, some months down the line, things fell apart. And then the decision I had parked sort of came back almost like that. You know, that knowing wife that looks at you as if I told you so it wasn't going to work. But the reality was that it wasn't even the decision of not doing long distance that made things fall apart. It was more just a lack of compatibility in terms of what where we were both coming from into the relationship. And, you know, there were a few things that happened and I've talked about some of them on my social media page. If you aren't following me yet on social media, my handle is at Bumiodua on Instagram and Facebook. So you can find me on those handles as well as on Twitter. But I'm most active on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Um, Yeah, so, you know, there were just a few things that happened that just didn't allow us to move on. But now here's the thing that I learned from it. When we make decisions, especially when we make decisions in advance of a relationship or in advance of a particular situation, when we get into that situation and we park those decisions or those dreams, they don't actually die. You know, they don't go away. (laughs) Mine was like a nagging wife. But you know, at some point you stop listening to the nagging wife and kind of just do your own thing. Well, it doesn't change the fact that you still have a nagging wife. So they don't go away. I've learned that when we have decisions and dreams in our hearts, they tend to just go to sleep, waiting for the right time to be awakened. My awakening was obviously after things fell apart with this guy. Um, 
And I just learned from it that it never pays us to park our decisions. It never pays us to park our dreams. Because honestly, if I'd listened to my decision, if she, like I said, if she was a woman and I was paying attention to her, she would have saved me a lot of heartache because I would have automatically gone back to the decision I made about long distance, knowing that the work that was needed for long distance was a lot more than I could personally commit to, but also I wasn't quite the person ready for a long distance relationship, but she would also have helped me to be a bit more moderated, if I could use that word, in my actions towards this guy in terms of trying to move the relationship along. And, you know, for someone else who might be listening to me, your parked dream could be the difference between living the life that you're living today and living the life that you have seen in your dreams. More often than not, when we park our dreams, when we park our standards, what we're doing is saying that maybe, and you know, it tends to happen to those of us who have set really good standards or what society would class as high standards, where people then say to you, well, your standards are too high. So we then start to dumb down the standards or, you know, we hold off, oh, you're a single girl. How can you be dreaming of owning a hospital and you're not even married? Who's going to marry you when they know this? You know, those are the kind of statements that make us automatically start to think, maybe I shouldn't be that person. Maybe I should dump down that dream. Maybe I should put that decision to one side. Or you know what? The caveat we even put out there is, I'll do it when I'm married because then at least he'll already have married me and then I can go on with the dreams. What we don't realize is that if we don't bring our full selves to our lives in general, people take us at the level that we're at. So they accept us at that level. And then they say to us, where well, we start to aim for bigger things and higher things because maybe we're now back in touch with those dreams that we parked or back in touch with those standards or decisions. They say to us, oh, you've changed you've evolved. But the truth is that those things were always there. What we did was we dumped down our personality and dumped down ourselves to accommodate others. And, you know, learning from that was don't park your dreams. Don't park your standards. Don't park your decisions, especially when they are good, godly decisions. Keep at them. They are always rewarded in the long term. It might not feel like that right now, but I can tell you from experience and even from learning from others that when you stick with things, it always pays off in the long run. You know, the problem with a lot of times when we say that, oh, life hasn't panned out for me. If we sometimes look back, we realize that we didn't stick consistently with what we were doing long enough. I actually had that experience recently where I am a big fan of declarations and confessions and I do them regularly. And I remember there was like it's a, a long a long period of years where I used to make a certain declaration all the time. And then in the last year or so, I didn't make it as often. In fact, if I'm looking back, probably in the last 18 months, I didn't make that particular declaration as often. And then yesterday, just yesterday, I got back into making that particular declaration. And the Holy Spirit said to me, do you know where your life would be today if you had actually just continued with this particular declaration. Like he was showing me the picture, not to make me feel sad, but to encourage me to keep at it and to be consistent. And that's my encouragement to you on this particular episode is don't dump down your dreams. Don't park your dreams. 
don't lower your standards all in a bid to fit into society's definition of what you should be doing or who you should be. Keep at it. Be consistent at it. It does get rewarded in the long run. So yes, that's just my quick thoughts on this particular episode. I hope that it blesses you. I hope that it has maybe disrupted a lie that you already know and equipped you with the truth that you need in this particular season of your life. If you love listening to this episode, I would love if you could share it with your friends and with your networks so they get to learn the same things that you're learning and then they don't tell you you've changed because it's not that you've changed. It's just that you're growing and evolving, which is something that we should all be doing. I look forward to seeing you on the very next episode of The Disruption with Bumi Udua. God bless.